What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. What's up? This is episode six of the Weekly Pep Podcast, and this is actually part two um, of the Labor Day Feels um, podcast from last week. Well, now, um, last week we discussed, you know, really feeling into the feelings that you had around the holiday and after the holiday, <laughs> really the day after the holiday, um, and really keying into those feelings to help you to discover if you desire to be doing something different. This week, we will discuss the fact that Maybe you've decided that you want to do something differently. So now what? Like you have a different desire. You recognize that there is a desire other than other to do something other than what you're currently doing. And now you're going, okay, but now what? What do I need to do? Um, for me personally, I, I struggled with this for a while. And um, you know, it was something that truly <laughs> sent me back to my comfort zone of going to my job each and every day because I just felt like I can't I can't step out here like there I don't have any other value other than what I'm doing right now um you know everything that I can think of that would allow me to make the amount of money that I'm making now is going to be something that requires me to go back to school there's no way I can go back to school right now because I'm not going to be able to pay my bills if I'm not making money. So, you know, what what is there possibly <laughs> that I could do right now? Because, um, you know, I want to do something different from what I'm doing, but I don't really know what can help me to generate the income that I need to, you know, move forward in life um, without going back to school um, and, and incurring additional debt. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, I, I'm, you know, left off last week by sharing with you about asking for guidance. And I know a lot of you might think what, like, that's not helping me with anything asking for guidance. Um, but I promise you asking for guidance from your higher power, it does, it does send things into motion. It absolutely does. Um, I, I can remember, you know, asking for that guidance, uh, at a point where I kind of just had kind of hit rock bottom. I, I guess you would say, like, I just felt like, God, like, did you send me here to this earth to do this? Like, I just can't believe this is what I was sent here for like I feel like there's more to my life than this. There's gotta be, and um, I I asked. I said, you know, I need I I need help because I don't feel like this is what I was meant to do. Um, but I and I feel like I was meant for something more, but I don't know what that more is. And so, can you please help me to find it? And um, I remember going to. One of my favorite stores um, here in Texas, it's Half Price Books. <laughs> I love I love a good bargain. Um, and, and, you know, I I like buying books. Um, 
uh, just because I, I still haven't really gotten the hang of the library system here in Houston. I was a, a total library girl growing up. Um, but I, I really do like owning certain books. And so Half Price Books has become one of those places that it's just kind of like another happy place. I love going there. I, I can always find a book, literally, that I will love reading. So I'm, I'm in Half Price Books. I'm, you know, in there, not really, you know, just being aimless, having no like goals, just, you know, walking through the aisles, trying to see like what, what pops out at me. And I remember on the end cap of one of the aisles, seeing this book called What on Earth Am I Here For by um, Rick Warren, who wrote The Purpose Driven Life. And I mentioned this in an earlier podcast, um, but I will include that link in my resources to that book. But that book really, um, it, it's, I believe, a 40-day devotional where you read um, exercises each day to help you in finding, you know, what it is that you were sent here for, what, you know, it really starts making you ask yourself those questions of what you're here for and what you're here to do. And that really started the momentum into the guidance, um, into where I'm at today. Um, I remember right shortly after getting that book and going through it and reading it, I remember reading, being, reading it at work one day and I had a meeting with my, my pastor and his wife, who's also one of our pastors. And, you know, I think I mentioned this as well in an earlier podcast, but she asked me like, Hey, you know, God's telling me that I need to talk to you about something. I don't know what it is. What's going on. And I was like, I feel like I was meant for something greater. And she was the one that suggested the, the, you know, the actual, you know, YouTube video that I, I shared in one of my earlier podcasts as well. And um, it was, uh, I think, five things uh, to help you discover what your life purpose is. And, <laughs> and I, I watched that video and I, you know, I had read the book and I knew after reading, you know, what on earth am I here for? That I was meant for something more. That what I was doing was not what, you know, I was sent here for. It had served its purpose and I was now, you know, being tasked to move on to something else. But I knew I couldn't just jump. So I, you know, listened to the the YouTube video, had absolutely no idea what the heck my purpose was, Um was like, I don't really know. I don't really like I he's telling me these things, but I don't know if I have anything that is valuable or that I can turn into, um, you know, something that's marketable. I just I don't feel like I do. And I struggled for a while with this. And shortly, shortly thereafter, um, I had the opportunity to become a health and wellness coach online. I I was going through um, Instagram one day, saw a picture of a girl flexing their muscles and saying, hey, do you like working out? Do you like this? And at the time I was like, you know, I, 
I do like working out. I'm kind of out of shape right now because I've kind of lost my drive to go. Um, but I would love to help people with working out. This, you know, like that sounds like a fun thing to do. Like, cause I, I do, you know, like working out with them. And I went through, you know, her training to see what, you know, it was all about and ended up signing up to become an online health and wellness coach um, with her, obviously not really having any training or anything like that, but just really um, the way that 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 works. And I know a lot of people probably are going, how do you become a health and wellness coach and you have no training in that? Um, the, the, the thing is we weren't really recommending, uh, actual routines for them to do. We, we were recommending programs that they might like to do, um, because the programs were preset, the, the nutrition plans were reset. So it was more about saying, Hey, you like dancing? This might be the workout for you. Hey, you like you like uh, lifting weights? This might be the workout for you. And just kind of, you know, finding out the types of workouts they liked and recommending those workouts to them. So in that sense, like that's what I was doing anyway <laughs> with my friends. Actually, I was I was going a little bit probably further into depth um, with some things because I was sharing with them what worked for me. And by sharing what worked for me. Um, I was saying, well, maybe it'll work for you too. And I think that's what we all do in life. You know, when we find something that we love, we say, hey, you know, this thing works for me. Like maybe it'll work for you. Um, and I loved, I loved being a health and wellness coach. I met some amazing people doing it. Um, I got into the best shape I've ever been in, <laughs> in my entire life. And, um, I, I just, I felt really good about being able to help people in that way. And one of the the people that I helped the most, um, I feel like, was my mom with that. I recommended a program to her. She ended up losing, um, you know, I think it was close to like 20 or 25 pounds, something like that. Uh, and you know, it, it came in handy. It was, it was meant to be, um, because, you know, this year she's gone through some health struggles and the, the doctors have said, wow, like you don't have high blood pressure. You don't have diabetes. You don't have any of these other conditions. Um, so we can, you know, attack this other thing really well because you don't have the other conditions that we're trying to worry about. And um, it just, she would always say, oh, my daughter, my daughter, you know, helped me get back in shape. And, you know, that's contributing to this. And it made me feel really good to be able to have done that for her. So, um, you know, asking for that guidance led me to being a wellness coach. And then after being a wellness coach for some time, I felt somewhat unaligned to, um the way the marketing was going because I felt like I really want to nurture people and I don't want to push something on somebody that doesn't really want it yet. I want people to want this um, because that's really the only way it can work. 
And the, the marketing model is not set up for that. Um, the marketing model is very much set up for people like wanting this and wanting to share it with their friends too. So, <laughs> so um, because of that, I pulled away from it. Um, and at the same time, you know, over the course of that, that period, I ended up finding spiritual, you know, my, I had like a spiritual reawakening, I say, um, and felt really, really called to share spiritual teachings and principles and things like that, um, with my followers and people that I knew. So, you know, now I am, you know, a counselor, healer, uh, encourager, cheerleader, (laughs) and, I love it. I love doing this. I absolutely love doing this, but I wouldn't have done it had I not asked for the guidance um, because the guidance has been the through line throughout. I, I even asked for guidance before I walked away from health and wellness coaching because I said, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to do. I I'm asking, you know, if, if, if this is truly what I'm supposed to do, if I'm supposed to stick with health coaching, then, you know, give me a sign that that's what I'm supposed to do. And I didn't get the sign that I needed. So I, I seamlessly trans, trans, um, transitioned into spiritual coaching um, after that. So asking for guidance, I cannot emphasize it enough. It's a big thing. And I've spent probably half of my podcast telling you about it. But um, let's go through these next (laughs) four steps fairly quickly. (laughs) So the next step is to research. Um, Research and find the things that you love doing. Start, you know, reading those books. Start um, you know, following the journeys of those people that wrote those books and start getting ideas for how you can show up in the world. For me personally, like I said, it the seed was planted um, when I was a health and wellness coach to get where I'm at today. I One of the things that was recommended was t- for us to read personal development books. And one of my first personal development books was The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. So once I read that book, I came really enthralled in all things Gabby. Like I really wanted to know about her life and how she became a spiritual teacher and how she shared and and things like that. And I signed up for her Spirit Junkie Masterclass level one and level two, um, really got to know how she is as a teacher and how she teaches and shares with the world by doing those two courses. And that was something that was very attractive to me and something that I had in the back of my mind when it was time for me to transition to what I wanted to do next. Saying all that, I Gabby led me to some of my other teachers like Colette Baron Reed and and um, Alana Fairchild. Um, and <laughs> obviously these are more spiritually focused teachers, but find those things that you love to do and find the teachers, find the authors that are writing about the things that you love to do and see what their track record, like see how they started, see how they got into it, you know, get to know them. Um, Many of them write about it in their 
their various books. They tell you how they got to where they got to. And many of them offer trainings <laughs> to get to where they got to. So um, I highly recommend that. Um, next up is be of service. You know, you were serving before when you didn't realize that you were giving value in the uh, last week's episode, I, I told you to like think of those things that people say, man, that really helped me, but you're not getting paid for. You know, you were already doing those things. You were already serving in that capacity and not getting paid for it. So now that you have the intention behind it, that you do want to turn it into something that you can get paid for, start out by serving from that intention. The intention is, I ultimately want to get paid for this, but at this point in time, I really want to test it out and really intentionally focus on sharing my gift with the world in a service capacity at this moment. It's it's kind of like taking on an apprenticeship until uh, it's time for you to become the master. So use this time to be of service while you're testing out what you want to do and and really test it out, you know, use this time period to, to kind of like run things by people like, Hey, what would it be like if I gave you coaching for, you know, a month for, you know, just let me know how that would feel to you, you know, or whatever, put that out there, share it with them. Um, and see what happens and get their feedback. Hey, this worked, this didn't work and tweak it so that when you do finally come out and you do start, you know, charging money, you're charging from experience. You're charging from what worked and what didn't work. Next up, don't be afraid to learn from others. Like I told you, I ended up taking Gabby Bernstein's level one and level two of her master class. I took Colette Baron-Reed's Oracle School. I'm now enrolled in Alana Fairchild's um, Soul Guidance and Sacred Mentoring Training. I have no qualms about spending money on uh, from learning from these, these amazing, amazing teachers because their books and their teachings have, have taught me so much uh, that I've applied to my life and helped me to experience a better life. Um, and, you know, it's been something that has been instrumental in bringing me to where I am today. Like without them, I don't think that I would be even having a podcast right now um, because I would be too scared. I would be too frightened to do it. Um, and obviously you don't have to, you know, go as big as getting a New York Times bestselling author um, to teach you. But, you know, for me personally, it it was something that I really felt called to do. And I, I'm so happy that I did it. Um, and it's now that I'm like looking more for personal coaches that work with me one on one. And that leads me um, to my my next step of telling you like to look for those local coaches that can help you work on things one-on-one. And when I say local, I'm not saying local in the sense that they live in the same city as you, but local in the sense that they're not at the national scale yet, where they can actually give you the personal attention that you need 
to help you to craft what it is that you want to put out there and what it is you want to share with the world um, and to help you to get over those humps of, you know, getting past your limiting beliefs of how you can show up, getting, um, you know, more confident and comfortable in your skin so that you can show up authentically with others. And, you know, just really being that kind of moral support that you need to step out there and to, you know, share your gifts with the world. That that is what I do. <laughs> and that is literally my my M- MO is to, you know, help you to lose those limiting beliefs, help you to step out there more fully and be more confident and comfortable in your own skin, recognizing that your unique gift needs to be shared and really helping you um, be encouraged to put it out there in the way that you want it to be put it out put out there and keeping you accountable to getting it done. Whatever you say you want to do, let's let's actually do it. Um, so you know I can't emphasize that enough um, to to go and find those local people that can kind of help you to craft what it is that you want to share with the world um, and really help you to get into the proper mindset and focus to move forward with sharing it. Um, one thing I I do want to uh, provide as a, a cautionary method is to not be so focused on the money. And I think I mentioned this last week as well. Um, when we focus on the money and just the making of the money, we lose what it is that we really really want to do. We're not focused. We're not really focused on bringing in the money so much as what the money can do for us. Most times it's freedom. You know, most people want money so that they have the freedom to do what they want to do when they want to do it. Um, And so if you can focus on what the ultimate goal is rather than focusing on the money per se, then, you know, that's going to benefit you more. Saying all that, yes, there are some of us that have a not so great money story. We have issues with money, with making money and stuff like that. And if that's the case, that's something that is very akin to it's a limiting belief and that needs to be healed. And so in that sense, yes, you might want to hire a money mindset coach to help you to remove um, and heal those beliefs uh, that you have regarding money. But to, you know, be in um, a training where somebody says, hey, uh, you you know, you can have a $10,000 launch and this, that, and other. Out of the gate, like that's probably not the best thing for you um, because you're not really, you should, you, I know you're worried about making money. We're all worried about making money, but out the gate, you've got so much other stuff that you need to be working on for yourself rather than working on how to make $10,000. You know, you make $10,000 after you've gotten some of your other internal stuff 
healed and, and, you know, you feel more confident and courageous in your skin. If you haven't set up that foundation and built that solid foundation first before going for, you know, scaling, it's not going to happen because you, you get, you'll psych yourself out from the limiting beliefs that you have. And the fact that you don't want to show up, like you, you'll keep playing small. You won't have that encouragement or that accountability to do it. You'll be just trying to make it happen and you'll be pushing against, um, with force rather than allowing things to flow through you and to you. So really, um, wanted to share that word of caution. So, um, obviously, just to recap, um, like I said, can't emphasize enough, ask for guidance, do your research on, um, you know, people that are doing things that are similar to what you think you might want to do. Um, even if it ultimately is not the end goal, it still will serve you. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll do a podcast on that, on how my health coaching <laughs> served me um, in my capacity as a spiritual teacher now. Um, be of service uh, while you're on your path to figuring out how you want to show up in the world, um, start, you know, crafting, you know, how you would show up and what you would offer, but be of service with it. Don't charge for it. Just volunteer it and come from that intention um, to be of service. Don't be afraid to learn from others, like I said, um, and don't be afraid to hire someone on a, a more, uh, a level of, of that's maybe a couple of uh, a couple of steps ahead of you <laughs> versus <laughs> twenty or thirty steps ahead of you. Um, don't be afraid to hire someone you know on that local level that can help you to stay accountable, help you to heal those limiting beliefs that you have within you, and help you to show up in the way that you want to show up in this world authentically. Um, and from, from a, a place of confidence, um, that many of us, when we start out, do not have. <laughs> so, um, I hope that that helped you guys today. I'll be including, uh, in the resources, some of the s same things that I included, I guess, in the resources for the earlier episode, um, regarding, you know, your Finding Your Purpose and the book, What on Earth Am I Here For, um, Gabby's book, The Universe Has Your Back, uh, stuff like that. I will include that again in the resources. Like I said, I think it's in earlier resources and you could probably find it, but I will, um, I'll go ahead and include that in there as well for this episode so that you have it. And um, last week we didn't really have any resources. So I'll use um, the resources for this week as resources for last week's episode as well. All right. Hope you have a great day, guys. Great week. And um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.